It's time to get in touch with your Northern roots. Welcome to a space where I shine the spotlight on Canadian artists that are actively honing their craft, both at home and abroad. My name is Chichi Anua. Let's begin. Welcome back. Today's quarantine conversation is with the incomparable Matthew Rhodes, the assistant producer for The Show Must Go Online. Let's zoom on into this conversation because, yes, this has been recorded through Zoom. So yeah, please, Matt, uh, introduce yourself. Let us know uh, who you are and a little little something about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, as was said, my name is Matthew. Matt, if you want to be my friend. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I use he, him pronouns. Um, born and raised uh, in West Vancouver. Uh, yeah, essentially my story is that I fell in love with Shakespeare when I was 12 years old um, because I basically took a summer like theater camp. And I was like, this is fine. I kind of enjoy this. And then they were like, do you want to come back during the school year? And I was like, sure. And then my mom was like, and then they said, oh, uh, we're going to be doing Shakespeare. My mom said, oh, well, then you have to watch Shakespeare before you do it. Of course. So she dragged me, basically kicking and screaming, to our local Shakespeare festival here, Bard on the Beach. Um, it was 2009, and they were doing a send-up of Elizabethan England in their production of Comedy of Errors. And I just sat down and something in that show hit me. I don't know if it was like the body ridiculous slapstick humor that I was like, this is, this is funny. I'm a, no, I'm a young boy. We can laugh at sex. This is funny. Um, <laughs> or if it was the very flowery and over the top language that I was like, I get that. I know the feeling that you mean. Um, or whether it was my nerd brain being like, uh-huh, that's a reference to this in Elizabethan times, because I was a huge <laughs> history nerd, still am. Um, but just something in that show, I was like, this is dope. This is really cool. I want to try this more. And so I started doing community theater classes. I did summer camps at Bart on the Beach. Um, I did a... Uh, project on William Shakespeare in my uh, in seventh grade uh, and just really started just throwing myself into Shakespeare I did a production I played Fleance in a production of Mackers at UBC when I was in grade nine um, and so they just needed me for like a two I, I said two lines and then <laughs> I like kicked a guy in the balls and then ran off stage. That was it. That was my whole bit. It's so simple. (laughs) It was great. Um, But it also meant that I was hanging out with all these university kids Mm -hmm. who were all like, yeah, I'm going to be doing theater as as like my career. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. And I was like, you can do that. So cool. Um, And it kind of stuck in my head that like UBC is where you do that. For me. Mm, mm-hmm. um, grade 10, I kind of was like, okay, yeah, I think I want to do this as my like life thing. Um, as my life thing. Great job, Matt. Uh, 
and then you know started doing summer camps did a couple of uh summer workshops at stratford as well um which was fantastic and then was able to convince my parents to let me do theater and they said you have to get a degree and yeah. so i applied and got into ubc um, yeah go thunderbirds <laughs> um i finished my bfa there in 2019 um and then i had also applied for a special business program with the solder school of business which meant that i finished my bfa in april and then i had a month off and then i started at the business school and i did six months of just business wow um, it was a lot it was a lot uh but it meant that I left UBC with a BFA in acting and a master's of management. Um, I did that partially because my parents were like, oh, business is useful. Um, and I also had a teacher at, um, at Stratford who told me, you have to, uh, you have to go into business for yourself if you want to, work as an actor don't be afraid afraid to produce your own work it's a great way to get work and to do the work that you want to do um and so i really took that to heart and i was able to do this business program i feel like that's my life um yeah i'm just a big shakespeare nerd that's really my personality i love it yeah i'm also a pretty big shakespeare nerd um yes i want to like i want to move into um talking about your experience with quarantine and um, how that's affected you. Just because I know that with the artist's life, um, we're already on a you know gig to gig type of lifestyle. So with uh, COVID nineteen, just kind of putting a halt to everything. I, I want to. I'm curious to know how that's affected you. Yeah, um, it's been a weird bag. Where again, I finished. I finished my entire time at UBC in December. Um, and so January, I was like, I'm an emerging artist. I'm coming, I'm out and trying to work. Um, I started working as a teaching artist with Bart on the Beach, which was lovely having been a student with them and been an intern with them. It was really exciting to be an actual teaching artist with them. So that's really exciting. Uh, and then I, applied and started working on my first directing gig um which was so cool i've been the assistant director on four musicals Whoa. but i've never directed <laughs> something by myself and so this was a, a 15 minute new uh new play festival out at ubc that i was able to throw my hat in the ring for and get and so started rehearsing that i think february and that was supposed to open mid-march um and then I also had auditioned for a show and that was going to be on in uh, May. Mm -hmm. And so like I had I had my first directing gig um, lined up. I had my first acting gig out of school lined up. And like I literally, we were literally about to go into tech and it was like, oh, things are shutting down. Uh, I don't I don't know if we'll be doing this play. Uh, if this is, if we're, if it's this serious, if 
I don't know if it's this is gonna happen. Um, and, you know, I got an I got a call from the producers of the uh, Sharp Place Festival, being like, "Hey, we're not doing the show," and I was like, "Okay." Phone the actors, told them, um, yeah. and then you know we had a, a rehearsal for the play that I was going to be in, and they were like, "Hey." Um, special meeting we need everybody to be at rehearsal and we were all like we know what this is yeah um what ended up happening was the directing the short play festival got moved online um and so we just did it over zoom um so that was really nice that it got sort of revived a little bit yeah um and the acting gig is now lined up for uh 2021 in the fall Oh, nice. Okay, that's so, yes. still probably going to be my first acting gig out of school, just a bit later than was expected. <laughs> um, as far as how like actual quarantine has been, um, I am immensely fortunate to be able to still live with my parents. Um, but what that has meant is that uh, we all said to uh, bring my sister back because she was on exchange in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whereas before quarant- before COVID, my mom worked from the house and she had like the whole house to herself. That now like she works in the dining room. She works in the dining room. My dad works in the office. My sister works in the living room and like we're all spread out in different places. Just like all that um that energy in like one space. It's like, it's, I'm assuming it's a lot at times. It's a lot. <laughs> and it's also really funny because um, we, especially at the beginning, we would always joke that it's like, we're now the Rhodes McCarg office. And so it would be the, um, you know, do you want to talk to the the health department, which is my dad? Do you want to talk to the um, community engagement and fundraising department, which is my mom? Do you want to talk to the forestry and education department, which is my sister? Or do you want to talk to like theater and HR, which is me? Oh my gosh. Um, and so it was just a funny thing, like, balancing all the spaces, balancing who goes where. Um, and with the work that I have been able to get to do, um, that's why I'm now down in my room every day. And like my laptop is on my um, on my drawers so that I can stand up and do all that stuff. Um, so it's been a balancing act. But again, I've been super fortunate um, with the situation that I'm in. Uh, I was supposed to work uh, for Bard on the Beach uh, this year, also in their front of house department. That fell through, which meant that I um, qualified for CERB, which was I'm really thankful for. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you, CERB. Yo, CERB. CERB, <laughs> saving, saving. Saving artists, people. saving lives. Like, honestly, yeah. that should be their slogan. <laughs> Saving artists, saving, saving, artists lives. saving lives. Yes, sir. If you can save two things, those are the things to save. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and then as we're about to build into, um, mm-hmm. it also has led to opportunities that I never would have expected. Yes, yes. Um, let's let's just dive right into there. Um, well, first off, I do want to say yes, thank you to Serb. And um, thank you for like families and parents who are have been very um, accommodating during this, you know, unexpected time. Just because you know, like you said, like people are um, they're coming home and they um, they're just like making space for uh, family members while 
we all get through this thing. So shout exactly. out to parents. Like parents okay. are, they're the best. Exactly. Um, yes. But yes, let's dive right into uh, what you've been up to during your uh, quarantine time because uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, so a tiny project before we build into the big one, a tiny project that I've been working on. Uh, again, huge Shakespeare nerd. Have never, I haven't read any of, I've read uh, Phoenix and the Turtle and I've read um, Rape of Lucrece. So I haven't read um, Venus and Adonis and I haven't read all the sonnets. Yeah, there's um, a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's 154 of them. So I think a week after the play that I was going to be acting in got canceled, I was like, what if I like rehearse and perform a sonnet every day? And just like put it up on my Facebook, like on my Facebook account. Just like post it up for myself. If people enjoy it, that's great. Um, and just do it for myself. And I was like, this sounds fun. Um, so I started doing that. Haven't been great at doing it every day. Uh, I take a couple of weeks off and I take a couple of days off, especially when TSMGO gets busy. Um, I did it though. I want to point this out for all your loyal listeners and fans. Um, is that I did the Daily Sonnet thing before Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh. So this guy got onto my Facebook page and was like, that's a great idea. I'm going to steal that. You heard it here first, okay? Matt yeah. Rowe, the originator of One A Day Sonnets. <laughs> I am going to tag Sir Patrick Stewart. I'm going to let him know that uh, he, he stole your idea. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah so soon after... Um, I started working on that uh, on a Facebook page that I'm on um, that's for Bart on, former Bard on the Beach volunteers. Um, and somebody was like, hey, there's a group that's do, that did a live reading of Two Gentlemen of Verona over Zoom, um, which is this new video conferencing app that now everybody has to know about. Um, like, check it out. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Um, and it was so fun and they were like hey if you want to take part you know fill out this form and I was like yes um yes. filled out the form started applying um oh I should give a little bit more context um so the show must go online uh which mm. you can find by googling um the show must go online Rob Miles if you just search the show must go online then I think we're like the third or fourth one down the first one I think is like a a children's musical or something that also got done during quarantine. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. The more you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are a... Uh, we were started by producing partners Rob Miles and Sarah Peachy. Uh, we're based out of the UK, primarily. And we are a weekly, live, global Shakespeare semi-reading group. Um, we say semi-reading because we tend to go, and as, uh, as it has gone on, we go a little bit harder than your average reading does. Um, but we also wouldn't call it a full production just because we aren't able to invest the capital into it. Um, mm -hmm. What that means is that we have wonderful performers like Chi Chi. Um, apply. And Matt. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, we have wonderful uh, performers apply, uh, get cast very quickly, 
and then rehearse the play over Zoom in two and a half days, and then stream it live on Wednesday evening in the UK, afternoon, I think, for you, and morning for me. Um, and very early morning from, for some of our other performers who have been in, like, Australia and Korea. Um, yeah. Ooh, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, I thought, like, I had to, like, wake up early, like, 2 p.m. is nothing compared to, like... <laughs> they'll be like, uh, I, uh, this is a bit of a sidetrack. I do this a lot of very <laughs> Um, I think it was, uh, Emmett, I believe was his name. He played the father in Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. super nice. Like, just stand-up guy. Really, really fun. Um, but it was so funny because, uh, during the after party, after the show, after the stream comes down, he was like, okay, um, I think I'm gonna have to go because I have to head to work now. And we were all like, you what? what? <laughs> like, yeah, I need to like go to work for eight hours. And we were like, oh no, <laughs> we can't do that. We don't know how you did that. Yeah, that's crazy. You must've been yeah. up at like the crack of dawn. Yeah. Um, we were all joking that like, we hope that you took a nap in the middle. You, you deserve it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that means that uh, we only have two and a half days to perform it, to rehearse it. Uh, the scenes get one, maybe two passes if we're lucky. And then uh, we put them up. They stay up in perpetuity. Uh, and by the time that we have, and we're working our way through Shakespeare's canon in, in the order that they are believed to have been written. Uh, and by the time that we're completed, we'll have a complete collection of Shakespeare's plays available for free forever. That's, oh, and that, like, that for me is just, like, on top of the, like, the many amazing things that TSNGO does, uh, the fact that it's free for everyone, I just, I love that because, um, you know, it is a privilege to, like, you know, go see theater and, like, you know, have the resources to see it. So the fact that uh, anyone, wherever they are in their life, can actually just log on to YouTube and um, watch full performances or like full um, readings, semi-readings. Uh, yeah. I, I love that. I, I just, it makes me happy. <laughs> and something that's really, it's something that we've really found from this is that both with the time of quarantine and you know, things are starting, some theater is starting to open up in the UK. Vancouver is starting to talk about doing theater again. Um, I don't know what the situation is in Toronto. Uh, Toronto. Yeah, there was like one performance that happens that's like starting to come around. So, yeah. Yeah. So like theater is starting to open up again. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, there's still a lot of people who are immunocompromised who can't go out. Um, there's people for whom theater wasn't the most accessible from the beginning um and and this has been a way to bring live performance so we've heard from audience members that are not able to go out we've heard from audience members who find um that actually the 2d format of our of our performances is actually really helpful and engaging for them we've had had people who are like I could only watch for a little bit and then I had to jump off it, but it was so nice to be 
involved in that audience again and we've also because it's because they're up there in perpetuity and we avoid cutting the text as much as we can um which means that they're long streams they're as you know they're like three and a half hour streams um our hamlet stream is over four hours long um yeah yeah um but it also means that it's there also as a resource for students um so now you know nobody has an excuse for having a, a shakespeare monologue and not having read the play because now you can find every play except for i think the two that we're not doing are pericles and the two noble kinsmen mm, okay. um, and that's so exciting that there is now this resource of like every play do you want to know like for example i had never i had never read or seen or anything um henry the fourth part two I had seen yeah. it combined with Henry the Fourth Part One to be one play, but that was mostly Henry the Fourth Part One, and then like a little bit of Henry the Fourth Part Two just to like get the plot through. Mm -hmm. And now I've seen the full play, like, and that <laughs> I've always wanted to be like, oh, like I have my checklist. I'm like, which ones have I seen? Which ones have I seen multiple times? Which have I read? And now it's the like, oh, we're just. We're checking them all off. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, I've had like a similar like. Oh, I, I've always wanted to like you know check this play out, but I haven't done it yet. Um, for me, that was uh, I believe it was last week's play, Trilus and Cressida. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, like I, I don't know anything about this performance. Like I don't know anything about this the the text or anything like that. Because it's so rarely done, right? It really is, and to have um, the performers, you know. Um, put it up and do such an amazing job with it like I as someone who had knew nothing about it going into it I just I felt like they did the performance justice so um you know that's just another you know awesome thing about uh the show must go online and yeah I just I, I love um I love that Rob and Sarah created this uh this community this space to uh just get geeky about Shakespeare <laughs> totally and I think that's there's a lot of things that I love about it, but I think a big part of it is that it's not everyone's cup of tea. I fully acknowledge that. But like, there is an audience there who loves what we do. There's an audience who are also sick of quarantine or dealing with quarantine and just want to be able to engage and enjoy with Shakespeare, um, with anything, but they choose Shakespeare. Um, and we really try and serve that audience. So like, we have so much fun with the, you know, we love pulling out uh, a potato masher or some other kitchen utensil. And we're just like, that's what you're fighting with. The audience loves it. You know, we, we used to always talk about, um, we're actually so used to actors being like, oh, you want like a neutral background. And we're like, no, no, no. We want to see your house. Like that's that's fun for the audience to see your house because the actor the audience gets to be like oh they're they're real people that's your kitchen. Um, it also leads to some hilarious situations like uh, Hannah Lewis's I think Hannah Lewis uh, her cat interrupting uh, her monologue during Merchant of Venice because what? her cat just like she was standing behind her stairs and the cat just like crawled up and was like watching for a little bit. 
Okay, so um, yeah, everyone listening and, and watching, um, go watch, go watch the Merchant of Venice and look for Hannah's cat because it's great. That's a little, that's a little uh, tidbit. I'm very, oh, I need to, I need to watch it. I just, I need to. Um, I'm working myself through the the entire uh, canon as as you guys uh, put them out. So uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to go through, but um, there's I'm a lot. Keep an eye like, again, there we're on. I think we're moving on now to play 26. Um, and then we also did excerpts from uh, four plays by Ian Desher, which was his Pop Shakespeare series. Mm-hmm. So we did scenes from uh, from Get Thee Back to the Future, from Shakespeare's Star Wars, from Much Ado About Mean Girls, and from... Uh, oh, what's the third one? Um, Taming of the Clueless. Right, yes. Yeah. Um, so much fun. So great. Oh, yeah, it's and so like, good. there's just, yeah, no, there's, I think, um, for those who are, uh, you know, Shakespeare inclined and who would just love, uh, you know, that that type of text, uh, there's there's something for you. Like, you'll, you'll yeah. find something for you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess diving a little bit deeper into uh, the behind the scenes of the show must go online. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your specific role and how you um, uh, how you got into that specific role and what has been your um, your favorite part uh, so Definitely. far. Yeah, um, it's a big question. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, takes me back to that story that I was telling before. Um, but so. You know, I started applying every week to be in the shows. I was like, hey, I love Shakespeare, please, please cast me. Um, next week, hey, I love Shakespeare, please cast me. Uh, and then one week, I think it was right after Henry VI part one. Um, so third show in. Uh, Rob put out, COVID was like full on, everything was in shutdown, everything was closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the show must go online was getting a lot more traction. Um, our first, our first production of uh, two Gen- two gentlemen of Verona got sixty four thousand views. Yes, um, I saw that. Yeah, uh, our production of Taming of the Shrew got thirty eight thousand, and then I think um, Henry the Sixth Part One was I think something like eighteen thousand. Um, so like we were pretty big numbers it's now settled into a pretty regular audience of about two or three thousand um and we love every one of them yes uh, and but it's so it was a pretty big endeavor and we were getting a i think we were getting a lot of actors saying that they wanted to take part mm-hmm. um and so rob put out a call that was like hey if you um if you have admin admin experience if you want to help with the management and administration of this project please reach out and having just finished my business school, I was like, yes. <laughs> and so I sent them, I found three different emails. Um, it was the info at Show Must Go Online. And then I think two different Rob Miles ones. Um, and I was just like, hey, I really want to get involved. Hey, I really want to get involved. Hey, please let me get involved. Um, and then Sarah reached out and was like, "Yeah, hey, let's let's get a 
let's have a chat, fill out this format, tell, form, tell us what you're interested in doing and let's um, have a call and talk. Uh, I started with just making the um, ensemble tracks. So uh, they had a friend who has provided a lot of the um, infrastructure support for the show must go online. Um, and he made, it's so cool. I'm total nerd about this. Um, yes. He made an Excel form essentially on Google Sheets, uh, but it tracks what characters are in what scenes and how many lines they have. And then you can just put an X in that, in a box mm -hmm. and it'll assign it to an ensemble role. Um, and it'll say what, what scenes those are in and then it'll tell you who they can't also play. So for example, um, not that we would ensemble these roles, uh, but Fabian and um, Sir Toby, right. they can't be ensemble because they're um, they're in overlapping scenes, so they can't be played by one person. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, that um, makes it so much easier. It's so much easier, <laughs> and it's so fun because you just like click the X, and you're like, okay, I know who you can play and who you can't play. Um, so yeah, super exciting. And they were basically like, okay. Um, this is really time consuming. It's basically one big puzzle. Make our, uh, make our ensemble tracks. And so I was like, okay. Uh, and so I started working on that. Um, I started helping out with some, some more of the PR stuff. Uh, I'm the only member of the producing team on North America. Uh, and so a big thing for me has been the fact that we want this to be a global project, uh, which is has led to its own big pile of stuff. Um, <laughs> but we really want this to be a global project, right? We don't want just want this to be um, just in the UK. We also just don't want it to just be the UK and um, the US and Canada. So we're doing as much outreach as we can. Um, but so a big thing for me has been like, okay, let's build up the groundwork of like find out about the show get the word out there um so yeah started working on that uh we brought on um a social media and patreon manager ruth page yes uh got ruth page she's amazing <laughs> she does such a great job i could oh never gosh. do her job <laughs> oh she's so so good An actual yeah. inspiration amazing um if you want more recommendations check out her henry the fifth blows you out of the water also check her out in um henry the six part three that was her first show with the show must go online she just has a great prop that like took my breath away when i saw it anyways um i'm, a big nerd about, I'm, a, I'm not just a big nerd i'm like a big fan for all the work that we do um and then I'm doing a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff. And so uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm one of the people responsible for um, logging all of our IMDB information. Um, and so we're, it was started by our uh, Katarina in Taming of the Shrew. Uh, she's fantastic. Um, but so she started our IMDB page and now we're able to give IMDB, IMDB credits to all the performers. I am, my IMDb page has exploded now because yes. of this. Woohoo, two <laughs> yeah, I was gonna more say, credits. Yeah, I, was, I just, I was just thinking like, you know, with the amount of work that you've done with uh, with this production, it's just like, 
like you were like on IMDb, like you're all you're you're booked. Like you are you've been busy nonstop. Well, it took me from uh, it definitely means that I had one credit from like a university film project. Mm-hmm. That now I have uh, right now, as far as I've gotten, I have two more credits. So a total of three, which is more than I had before. Right. So I'm happy. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so a bunch of um, behind the scenes stuff. We're also, uh, we've been uh, logging sort of how our innovation has been working. So we always try and push the form. Um, and I've kind of been keeping a record of what that has looked like and how we've made that work. Um, about, I want to say, around the time of King John. Um, I was able to start being in uh, the rehearsal hall mm-hmm. and that brought on an entire another um, set of responsibilities where now um, I help actors with tech. I always offer to the North Americans that I'm, ha- I'm available to run stuff because all the UK people can kind of be awake when Rob's awake, but Rob goes to bed and then um, it just makes it harder for the North Americans to uh, get people together and rehearse stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, can I just like jump in and say like, yeah, thank you. Uh, Matt has, uh, oh my gosh, just been an absolute lifesaver. Um, when I was a part of, um, excuse me, Twelfth Night, I wasn't able doing to a meet great him. job, by the way. If you oh. haven't seen Twelfth Night, you need to watch Chi-Chi in Twelfth Night. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, but yes, uh, I, I wasn't able to make a rehearsal and Matt uh, graciously made time to uh, sit with me and go through the scene that I wasn't available for. And uh, yeah, we just went through the entire thing and it was just, I hope you know just how much that meant to me because I felt so horrible that I couldn't be there, but I was like having, I was feeling ill. It was just a weird day. And uh, the fact that you um, were able to, that you offered to make time to like, just you know sit with me and do that. Uh, uh, I love it, and I just, I'm so thankful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, Matt, that, uh, Matt Rhodes, awesome. Thank you. Something that I've kind of noticed with, especially with uh, the show must go online and with with Zoom theater, is that it is so scary. Um, I remember the first show I did. I remember even like. I, I made a cameo in um, Measure for Measure, which we just did yesterday. Yes, you did. And, and like, even then, I am so scared of the tech, you know? Um, which is funny being that I'm the one that people go to for help. Um, but, like, it's scary. Like, uh, somebody in the party yesterday was saying, like, we you could never walk on stage and not know that you aren't being heard by the audience if you're talking like there's no way that you can be on mute when you're on stage in real life um and the number of times that we've like in rehearsal we've i think we had had to have people holding hands or something and we were like okay um raise your left hand and people are raising all these different hands um or like move to the right side left side and it's hard we're literally all walking learning how to like which way is stage left, which way is stage right. We're all learning how to like walk on stage, walk off stage. That patience with yourself in this form is super important. Um, 
And so like, that's why one of my responsibilities is uh, not only to catch up um, people on their stuff, which I mean, you did a fantastic job. Uh, I'm so happy that we caught you up because it just led to fantastic performance. Um, but I like, because I love doing this and I love helping people through it. I just sit down with actors and I'm like, okay, let's talk about what your screen looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. because that's scary is the idea that like, I need to set up a screen and it needs to be perfect for the show. Um, yeah, so that's that's another big part of my responsibilities. And then recently, um, I've also started being more involved in part of the R&D process with some of the shows, um, especially as we're getting into trickier and trickier plays. Um, the team, just the team itself has really started to come together and be like, okay, this isn't Midsummer Night's Dream where it's, overall a much lighter and happier play um we're starting to deal with plays where it's like the you know the problem plays where it's like this is just uncomfortable you know Troilus and Cressida can only operate in a strict patriarchy and how do we legitimate how do we legitimize and give agency to the female characters while they operate in a patriarchy um and how do we draw a good message out of that? You know, we're dealing with measure for measure. We're about to go into Othello. Um, you know, and then we get, and then yeah. we get All's Well and King Lear and Timon of Athens. And we're just like, we're in like a pretty rough chunk of Shakespeare plays. Um, yeah. And so the team has really started to come together and be like, these are important conversations that we want to do well on and we've only given ourselves a week to do well on it, you know? Yeah. Um, And that is, I know I keep saying this, but that is super scary. Being just out of theater school, that's not stuff that I expected to be talking about, but it's incredible conversations to be having. Yeah, and you know, with, like with you just coming out of theater school and like, you know, going from like, I'm assuming, um, you know, ample time to like, you know, work on a project and then kind of condensing that into a week and then like having all of these um, nuanced conversations within that week, it's it's definitely like a learning curve. And it's, I think um, beyond quarantine and beyond uh, this pandemic, the skills that you've picked up and like how to um, pick up the beats and how to, you know, uh, how to be uh, delicate, but also, you know, very um, direct with all these different topics. I think it, it can only help you with your with your future endeavors. Yeah, I'm, you know, I don't, I obviously wish that the pandemic had never happened. Um, yeah. However, it is a small silver lining. The fact that I I was reflecting on this recently, um, that it's a great learning experience. You know, I I would never get an experience like this in real life. Um, And also something that I've really been thinking about a lot is like, if 14 year old Matthew could see what's happening right now and see the work that I'm doing, 
like he would be over the moon you know yes like the idea that like if i had told him like hey in nine years you're gonna be the associate the assistant producer on a global live complete collection of shakespeare plays wild you know crazy right yeah so i'm i I feel super fortunate with with the work that i get to do And and super fortunate that i get to work with incredible actors like yourself Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, no, it is, it's been an absolute um, honor and pleasure to watch watch you. It's just, it's been such an honor to watch everyone associated with TSMGO uh, just take the, uh, the weirdness of this current situation and make, you know, make magic from home. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I cannot thank you all for, um, doing doing this for making this space this community for uh yeah for anyone who wants to join so um yeah uh yeah i guess the only reason that we can do it is because of people like you so when i say thank you i i'm not just being like complimentary (laughs) like you and all of the alumni that we've gotten to have are the only reasons that we can do this Mm. you know um so while we we do a lot of work, we know that it'd be nothing without you guys. Oh, oh yeah, no, thank you. Um, yeah, and I, I think on that lovely, lovely note, uh, I, I want to wrap up with a question that I find myself asking a lot when I, a lot now when I'm uh, talking with artists, and it's um, what what advice would you give to any any artist in general, but specifically Canadian artists right now who are, um, who are who are at home, who are, you know, moving through this pandemic in a similar fashion, what advice would you give them? I think I, I was thinking a lot about this. Uh, a lot to say, but I would say Approaching everything with patience is really important. Um, And I think especially right now, if you feel the desire to create, but you can't go back to what you're used to, um, I was never a film person. I don't consider myself still to be a film person. Um, And so the... if you had told me before all this that I would be doing Zoom theater work, I wouldn't have expected it. Um, I wouldn't have believed you. Uh, <laughs> but to look for what you really appreciate about the art form that you love the most and trying to find where that up, where that can be elsewhere. Um, like one of the things that I love about zoom theater and the work that we do is like the audience chat like there's the live chat for youtube and you can just feel the audience buzz just from that and you can't watch it as a performer when you're doing it um and i really love the interaction between audience and performer but to know that i can go back and see that interaction and see my impact on people is so meaningful to me um and so I would say, don't, don't be afraid 
to chase what you love, even if it takes you to a different form or a different uh, space than you started. I love it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. And um, yeah, I guess to kind of like uh, wrap up that lovely, yeah, that awesome sentiment is, um, you know, with the with the passing of Chadwick Boseman this, you know, this past weekend, uh, I'm finding like more than ever, you know, uh, the urgency to like, you know, do the, do and create the art that I want to see and create and, you know, make sure that um, when you have, when you have those moments, like make sure that you're putting the energy, the efforts that you can uh, give to that because you really don't know you don't know when anything's gonna happen. So uh, yeah, TSMDO weekly uh, on Wednesdays, 7 p.m. if you're in uh, Ontario, uh, I believe 7 it's- 7 p.m.? Oh, no, 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 7 p.m. in the UK. Yes, yep. <laughs> 11 a.m. in PST, and then yes. EST is 2 p.m.? 2 p.m., yes, yep, yeah. 2 p.m. Okay. I was thinking UK. Um, thank you. Um, See, again, this is why you are working with CSMGO, and I it's, I love to watch. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, just one more bit. I know that we want to wrap up. Absolutely. Um, but one of the hilarious parts about working on the West Coast on a project that is primarily based in the UK mm-hmm. is that you're basically showing up eight hours late to work. Um, oh, my gosh. Yes. And so, like, I wake up, and I'm like, you know, I wake up at... Uh, 637 maybe if I sleep in. Um ooh. <laughs> and I like you know, I check my phone and I like open WhatsApp, open mail, and I'm like, right, rehearsals have been going for like four hours already. I need to I need to get functional. <laughs> Let's hop to it. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like, oh, I know what I'm doing today because I just I got I just got a bunch of emails telling me what to do. Okay. Um, so that's yeah. funny. Uh, oh, and you man. get very used to converting the time. Um, but yeah, we're going until uh, November 18th. Um, mm-hmm. We're always taking applications for actors. So yes. if you're listening to this and you want to get involved, please check out our website and click take part. Um, keep applying. I know that you're going to keep applying and I love it. Um, yes. I love getting more <laughs> Canadians on the project. Yes. Uh, I think we've had like we're nearly at like having had 10 performers so what? i know oh my gosh <laughs> anyway um but yeah uh thank you thank you again for um for chatting with me uh i look forward to seeing the next production of uh the show must go online i and... look forward to seeing the next production yes wink wink wink, wink and nudge, uh, nudge. on that happy note we're gonna I'm gonna sign off. Um, but yes. Oh, yes. One last, one last final thing. Uh, where can they, in addition to applying, where can they find TSMGO online? Uh, yes. So we have a Facebook page, um, which you can find if you just search the show must go online. Uh, we have a Twitter account, which is our most active account. Uh, that's at TSMG online, I think underscore live. Uh, uh, yeah, either, I'm not sure if there's an underscore, but I know it's like the TSMGO, TSMG online live. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that Ruth is going <laughs> to yell at me about this later. <laughs> yeah, I'll also add it in the, I'll also add in the show notes. So like, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, yes, lots of places to engage, lots of places to get involved. And if you're not sure about the format, watch one of the live streams and I promise you'll have a good time. Unless it's one of the sad plays, in which case you'll still be engaged. You just won't have a, a fun time. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll feel something. We can promise you that you will feel something. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Uh, lovely chatting with you as always. Uh, you too. I will talk to you soon. Yes, you will. Thank you to Matthew Rhodes for chatting with me today. To learn more about The Show Must Go Online and how to apply, check out the show notes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember, stay hungry, humble, and rooted to your dreams. I'm Chichi Anua, signing off. Cheers. Cheers.